Bringing it back to the emo days. That's good, man. Man, I don't know. You're just going to piss you off about this? First of all, I don't know the song, obviously. This oh, was a uh, TikToker. Nice. Named uh, Jaden. Okay. He was part of this like TikTok thing, and then he partnered up with Travis Barker, who produced a bunch of his shit, like albums and emo stuff. Was he a dancer? Was he a TikTok dancer? Or he, he was just... like one of those like... TikTok, TikTok boys. Yeah, yeah. Like hanging earrings. Like, yeah, and what's up, baby? Yeah. Like that. So this, this is called Think About Me by JXDN. So Jaden. Interesting. People are making it on TikTok, man. 100%. 100%. God bless TikTok, man. Seriously. I look at my stuff on there. I'm just like, ah. I just, I open it for a good feeling. <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll create some content and I'm like, all right, this one's going to pop off. Yeah. I just know it's going to pop off. And then YouTube's like, we don't know what we can do for you, dude. <laughs> Every week I see you, you, get, you grow... You grow more loving of TikTok and more bitter. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you're, you've given YouTube a voice and shit. 100%. There we go. Um, so. So. Uh, <laughs> you came. Okay. Amar came to my house today with, uh, with clearly an idea of what he wants to talk about. Yeah, man. I, I, I was listening to this. Uh, I was, okay. So I have the Blinkist app. Uh, it's like basically shortens books into like 15 it's like, minutes. It's like cheat reading. It is cheat reading because they take a <laughs> they take a book and they condense it into fifteen minutes and it'll be like basically in this chapter it's like spark notes yeah yeah and sometimes they miss the point completely yeah um <laughs> so there's that context the name of this, the book is uh, Mister Unavailable and the Fallback Girl by Natalie Liu okay it was actually a pretty good quick read on this one because like I was coming into like Dan's did you just place. read this on the way here. Yeah, and like while I was walking the street, I think people like overheard. <laughs> like like this guy's going through shit. <laughs> so this book is about um, uh, emotionally unavailable men. Okay. Oof. And okay. so have you, have you ever been that emotionally unavailable? I think so for sure. I uh, think yeah. every guy has been at some point emotionally unavailable. Now yeah. here's the context. It, I thought it was very funny if <laughs> if two dudes talk about the subject. Right? <laughs> Especially two dudes who got the subject from some filtered down, short form reading thing. It's okay, spark notes. Was, you heard you heard the book. Was it coming from a place of bitterness? Like, was it a girl that was on a vengeance of like this fucker was like emotionally unavailable? So I'm gonna expose yeah. him. Yeah. So uh, she basically she had an epiphany where she's like, well, "Holy shit! Wait, not only am I a magnet for emotionally unavailable men." Okay, I, I'm sorry. Uh, but I, yeah. I, have a, I have a tough time believing that. I, I have now been called, you know, now I'm the fallback girl. You know, I'm just the shoulder. Um, Man, this is the chip on the shoulder type bullshit. This is why it's funny but, two guys talk about yeah. it. <laughs> this is kind of the reaction. Hold on, hold on, before we get to the chip on the shoulder. Right. Okay. Uh, so the, the fallback girl that she's referring to herself is, you know, the girl that like uh, guys would only go for for like a shoulder to cry on or uh, uh, for the sex or for uh, bobs and shit. Okay. Okay. So let me answer this. This girl's already claiming to be. Uh, what was it? What the hell was I gonna say? Um, a, a magnet. Mm. You said so. She's claiming to be a mag. I hate that belief, man. Yeah. Like what happens with people, guys and girls, is when when bad things happen, they claim to be a magnet for this. Yeah. As if it maybe isn't something that they're doing. Well, maybe maybe she is owning up to it, but. If you're a magnet to something and something keeps happening over and over, mm. maybe turn the attention onto you and Amazing. say, did I do something? Yeah. If every dude I come in contact with is 
A, emotionally unavailable, and B, just wants sex. Yeah. What are you doing to sort of maybe... I, I understand how this, he, this yeah. it sounds like coming from a dude. Like pawning it off onto women. That's not what I'm saying. No, it comes off shitty c- from a dude. But, yeah, no, 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 but, but this, this, this can come to guys too. Mm-hmm. Guys, if the girls don't want you, like maybe it's you. Yeah. Stop blaming the women for not understanding it. Maybe it's you. I'm so sick of hearing this amongst people where they're always pointing fingers, victimizing themselves. It's them, it's them, it's them. If it happens more than five times, it's yeah. you. Maybe even three times. It's you. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, stop looking in the same place. Stop putting yourself in the same position that these reactions are going to happen every time. Maybe Amazing. Maybe it's an unpopular opinion. No, it's a very popular opinion. He's sipping his water right now. I need, I'm, I'm like, getting flustered over here. <laughs> so, this is great, because this is the epiphany that she had, Natalie Lou. Uh, she had this epiphany of, I'm the magnet, and then the actual epiphany was, wait, 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 I can't change what these dudes think. Right, I can't change how these dudes are. Right, what I, what needs to change is myself. Amen. And how I um, go about life. Sorry, we're, we're having <laughs> beat pad issues. I'm trying to give an applause. To <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. So it's exactly what you were saying. What you got fired up about, uh, which is not an unpopular, an unpopular, an unpopular opinion. It's her actual opinion, which is uh, instead of obsessing over Mister Unavailable, you need to focus on yourself. So you're no longer the victim of focus, but you are the, I guess, the hero in the story and you need to focus on yourself. Look, nobody likes to feel like trash. Yeah. Straight up. It's the worst feeling in the world. And it takes enough times getting burned. I know for me, I can't get, like, there's this this idea of, oh, uh, he treats you bad once. That's okay. It's, you've learned. Mm -hmm. Treat you bad twice. Now it's your fault. I need to be burned probably two or three times to finally absorb that, I need to stop doing this. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. everybody has the capabilities of, of having shit happen to them once, and then all of a sudden they're just like moving on and understand. I'm slightly jealous of those people, but I also don't understand because I think sometimes it's a bad thing if you just get burnt once and then you're like, you write them off. Or, or you've moved, moved along. Like, I just, I just know that um, so a lot of things in my life I've been affected by multiple times. Mm. And on the outside, people are like, why do you keep doing the same thing? Or why do you keep doing this? And it's like, because I... I don't know this. I haven't mm. learned. Mm. For instance, filing taxes late. Terrible idea because it only affects you later. You get charged by the day a penalty. I did not. Yeah, but you're just like, oh, shit. shit, shit. <laughs> but what happened with me is I needed to pay that actual financial price yeah. to learn that, okay, this is actually hurting me. Because uh, what happens is you're like, oh, I don't. no one's coming. No one's saying anything, so I'm just going to keep going. But it's like you can't avoid that, man. It's true. You do. I did need to get burnt even uh, a few times, you know, for like driving – like a piece of shit. Yeah. You eat some tickets. Yeah. And at uh, first you're you become feel- the sheeple. Oh, well, <laughs> sheeple. At once you feel, you feel badass. Like, I got a speeding ticket, yeah. baby. Second, you're like, oh, shit. The first one kind of hurt, but I yeah. still got a speeding ticket. Third one's like your insurance is like going up. And you're like, oh, okay, we got to change. Yeah, I got to change. I got to change. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you internalize it and you say, hey, I need to change yeah. something that I'm doing here. But all in all, when I hear this narrative of... It's them, and I'm just attract. Like I just attract the bad guys, or <laughs> I just attract the stupid girls. It's like, okay, yeah. at least you're owning up to it, but don't pawn, pawn it off of the, the universe is just for, like pushing them towards you. It's true. You're allowing them to respond and come to you in that way. I don't know, man. Like when I hear that, I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> like shut. Like take ownership. You know. I love hearing those stories from like people, like uh, let's say like a random person at a party, and they're always like the loudest in the corner, and they're just like. 
talking about how you know life is just like everyone wants to victimize them yeah, and the like, system screwing them. It's their movie, man. Um, yeah, I hate that. But I've, I mean, I've gone on, I've gone on a date. I went went on a date with a girl that uh, she told me the first date that yeah. she cheated on her boyfriend. Nice. So already red flag. I'm like, sorry, like you're really dropping rank mm. quick. Who does that? Seriously, who does that? So she says that. <laughs> And then throughout the entire date, she references... Wait, where'd you guys go on the date? Just a restaurant. In nice. um, and throughout the entire date, she just references all the dudes and why they were shit. Okay? So I'm sitting there. I'm collecting data here thinking, yeah. okay, so every dude you've dated yeah. has been shit. Not one has been good. Every dude has been shit. And you cheated on them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now I'm sitting there thinking, most likely... I'm going to be one, I'm going to fall into that category because she has not shown that there's been one great dude. Yeah. They've all been shit in her world. So I'm just going to be the next one that's shit. <laughs> yeah, you're just part of a pattern. Yeah, it's a, exactly. <laughs> it's a pattern. So people are aware of that. So pe you have to be aware of that yourself. What are your patterns that are like, oh, I like the bad boy. Well, if you like the bad boy, understand you're going to get maybe emotionally unavailable men. 100%. And, and so as I was reading or as I was listening to this, I was like, whoa, whoa hold on a second. This, uh, you know, this could be really said about guys and girls. Everything can be. Like, like everything we're all talking this advice of emotionally unavailable men blow hot and cold and they do everything on their own terms. I can yeah. say that about guys. I can say yeah. that about girls. I, if you, I if think you, it's respectful for a girl. It depends on who you ask. Yeah. Because I could, I, if you had just said that straight up and you said who wrote this, I would yeah. say that's about a girl being, because girls do that to dudes. There's a lot of girls out there that are blowing hot and cold. Yeah. You know, uh, and they do things on their own terms and that's good for them. Like that's a, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, well, the hot and cold is maybe bad, but like the. No, but it's, it's not a bad thing. Like to be emotionally unavailable is not a bad thing. People think to be emotionally unavailable means it's bad. No, emotional unavailability could also mean that you're just not looking for a relationship. At this time. The unfortunate part of that, yeah. which is where it gets sort of upsetting is you bring people in while you're emotionally unavailable mm -hmm. because you need a partner. And, and you, I, you, you F with them. Yeah. Like you have a certain circumstance right now in life and you're just fucking with their head and emotions for no reason. Like you're not ready for a relationship. Don't bring them in. It's funny. Uh, yeah, ex exactly. Yeah. I just got a text from my dad saying, sorry, I can't talk right now. And I'm like, I didn't even text you. <laughs> 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 Anyways, also uh, uh, shout out Happy Father's Day. Yes, yeah. um, and uh, a special shout out to all the uh, sugar daddies and uh, sugar mamas out there <laughs> that are financially supporting half of Toronto. Um, okay, let's let's get in. I want to hear yeah. what uh, venting went on with this book. We do want to preface that everything we're saying could be flipped from guy to girl, and we, we'll we'll talk about that. But like, yeah, let's let's hear what we got here. Actually, let's let's do this one. Now, this, I feel like, can only be for men. <laughs> uh, men who move too fast usually won't stick around for the long haul. Okay? Um, so, you know, anytime when, um, you know, anytime people have seen, like, a romantic comedy, you know, within, obviously, just because it's a movie, they got to fall in love and fall in love hard and, you know, everything is good and it's a perfect happy ending. Uh, the author says that, hey, Things that move too fast, especially with dudes, right? If he's moving too fast, there's some ulterior motive going on. He's not here for the long haul, you know? Um, okay, okay, so let's clarify that. Moving too fast in terms of career? 
or no, active uh, uh, social like life. Moving the relationship, oh. moving, uh, coming on too intensely. And be- look, be- because yeah. anything that is that is fiery at the start will yeah. will die down. The problem is it'll die down just as fast as it went up. Do you think that's true for girls? Because I don't believe. I think this is more true for guys Absolutely. than for girls. I, I think it's true for girls too. Because I've known girls that will want to create this relationship and post it all over social media to show that they're doing well. Mm. And once that wears down, of they got the the comments saying, "Oh wow, you're in a relationship. Oh wow, this is awesome." Then then the the push for it is turned off. I remember this this girl out on Facebook. She could never not be with a guy. And mm. I know guys that have never like same thing. And we all okay? know those people. That it's like they break up with someone and they're with someone within like two yeah, weeks. Yeah. Okay, this girl would do that. She would blast and blitz this of this dude. Oh, we're having so much fun. We're at the cottage. We're drinking this, whatever. And then it would die down, and it would be sporadic. Maybe once every few months, I would see a post. I'm like, oh, interesting. You were like plastering this dude all over your social media to make it clear that you're not hurting from the last relationship, which is also just making it more clear that you are. Okay, <laughs> so then they end up breaking up. It's this big fireworks show. New dude comes around. She's all of a sudden like riding piggyback, picking apples and yeah, shit, yeah. you know? Instagram pictures get deleted. Yeah. New ones get added. People don't understand how what that message is sending across. The message mm. is coming across that you are still hurting from your last. Mm. Or you have this inability to be on your own with yourself, which is the healthiest thing, realistically. You yeah. want to be in a healthy relationship. You need to be healthy on your own. Because what's That's happening, huge. you're going to be a codependent. And you're going to be with them. And when things start to get boring, in quotations, mm. you just jump ship. Sure. But this, this, what you're saying here only comes out of like social experience because you've experienced it a few times. And you, again, you see the patterns. Yeah. Right. When you're in a relationship, that might not be um, a pattern that you see. Uh, so so the, uh, the author, uh, Natalie Liu, says... Uh, a concept called future faking, which, uh, you know, apparently when, <laughs> apparently, uh, so it's like when guys basically paint a rosy picture of how the future is going to look with them around. Right. Even though they actually have zero intention of being in that future with okay. them. So yeah. like, um, oh, you know, we're going to travel, uh, let's travel the world and we'll do this and we'll do that. Even though they have no intention to, uh, to stick around Long enough to be there for that? Yeah, go ahead. Well, so look at look at that theory, F- future faking. Yeah, that comes from. I just a, don't see as girls. Uh, I don't see girls doing that as much. No, of selling no, I a would dream. Agree. But, but that comes from an insecurity within men, of course. Which is, um, I need to, I need to offer something for to this provide. girl to stick around. I need to provide. Yeah, right. There, there's no question that societal uh, jobs for men and women are different. Mm. The guy has to be strong, less emotional, and has to provide. Mm. So you look at uh, mental health or suicide rates, which is why they're so much higher in men, is because it's this this overarching, uncomfortable discussion of I'm not okay. Yeah. But you can't. You're the man of the family. You're the man of the house. You know, you got to provide. you got to be the strong one. you yeah. got to be the rock. Someone yeah. breaks in, you got to fucking punch them and put your life on the line. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's one of my scariest things, man. If someone breaks in my house, obviously I'm going to protect my, like, wife or child. Yeah, like, your wife is going to look at you. You're going to look at your wife. And, like, there's but, no negotiation. But don't you're you gonna... question that? Like, are you only doing that because you've been told by society you have to? Or, 100%. Or is it an instant? Because I, I posted um, a comment on a TikTok. Yeah. And it was how you're really supposed to open a door for a girl. Okay? Mm. So what happens is 
this man and woman are at the door. The guy opens the door, holds it, and the woman walks in first. And she goes, no, 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 <laughs> that's not right. And then they redo it, and the guy opens the door, walks in front of the woman, and goes in first. Oh. And then when she gets in, he goes back and then shuts the door. And I write, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Who, ch- who made this decision? Every- and all these dudes that are trying to be chivalrous are like, uh, 400 years of society and, and like politeness. I'm like, okay, buddy, relax. You're like, are wearing a WWE shirt and you yeah, 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 chicken yeah. nugget stains. This is where it gets, uh, first of all, uh, going to this topic, is it's just, it's getting a little too muddy for chivalry. The way I look at it is, um, is everything is bonus and that's you doing it on your own accord. Chivalry, chivalrous, chivalry is nice. You, like opening a door, I don't think that's like, I'm saying you're, you're a shit human being and you can't open a door for yourself. We're just opening a door for you, man. Yeah. I do that for my friends. So you, exactly. So you open the, but there's, so those are nice gestures that again are only constructed based off of years and years of historical beliefs that that is what you're supposed to do, yeah. right? Out of respect, okay? So that's fair. But when it comes to a guy and a girl in a relationship, a guy would, again, future-proof or future-fake because he's like, I need to sell some sort of master plan Mm. um, just so she'll stick around. Mm. Because as dudes, uh, there's already sort of a message getting pushed out there that guys suck, man. And I hate it. Yeah, All dudes suck. And I'm not trying to play that all dudes don't suck card because we know that's a sensitive thing. But as dudes, it's like we're already sort of like, ugh. Yeah. There's already this, this idea that you don't like straight guys. And I we're get, already insecure. <laughs> right. <laughs> everyone. Everyone in the world. Not even just guys. Like everyone. I think most guys, guys are insecure. Guys, girls, everyone. Most, everyone in the world. Everyone in the world is no, mostly insecure at I, our age. I, w- I would think guys are more insecure. Seriously. I think, I think guys are probably, in the grand scheme of things, more insecure. Mm. Because our goal in life is meant to find a nice girl... Mm. And make her love us. Mm. And what happens is... You're saying the insecurity comes from the whole aspect of the guy has to win over the girl. Yeah. And there's a lot to do there to win them But then also you have to keep them because you're also worried that she... (laughs) She Well, you you have to keep them going because you're worried that maybe another dude's going to come around and like... Who's more alpha, yeah. (laughs) who's, Who's more like better than you, you know what I mean? Like this, this continual ego competition... Yeah, I. <laughs> it, but but it's, I, it's a we, it's it is a real insecurity that guys have. What you're saying? Yeah, I think it's a weird insecurity that guys have because I think they're discounting the 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 humanist like the, the the girl's loyalty of just not like, ability to see. Oh, that. he has more muscles. I go with him now. <laughs> you know, like so. So here's here's the way around it, right? So I think that's what guys are missing that lens. I will say my technique has greatly changed over the past three years. The technique. Sorry, I don't want to say technique. That's kind of grimy. You said the technique. I said technique. (laughs) I think what it is is that if a girl doesn't want to be with me or she wants to go and she wants to be somewhere else, I will, like, I don't want to say, oh, hold the door and let them go. I don't want to be, like, that that much of an asshole. But, like, I would never make that. I've already done that before. I I tried to revive a relationship that just... I think it was just gone. It was too far gone. Yeah, yeah. And so I've known that once it is too far gone, the amount of work to get something back like that is extremely difficult because shit sets in. Resentment sets in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, 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 there's a new norm, right? Yeah, yeah. So as a guy, I'm never going to sort of future fake 
where it's like, I need to sell this idea unless it's true, unless I actually want you in my life where I'm saying we could travel the world. It's because we could actually travel the world. I would never say that because what's going to happen when the girl's like, hey, can we travel the world now? Yeah. Are you then all of a sudden just going to break up with her? So the author was saying future faking is is not coming out of, uh, and I totally hear you on this whole, like, I think there is a a need for guys to feel like they need to provide or whatever. Um, that's like a definite big thing. She's saying they future fake specifically because there's this like, let's call it a technique. Um, there's this thing of like, if I talk about the future and future commitments, this girl will think I am committed and, you know, I'll stick around. Mm. Right. So she's saying like, they future fake, they paint a rosy picture because it was long time believed that uh, uncommitted guys will not talk about future plans. Right, right. right. But now there's this new kind of like uh, figured out technique that if as a dude, I talk about future plans, that means I'm a committed guy. Right. When I don't even have to be Right, committed. right, right, right. I get that. And I don't know. I uh, I mean, I'm sure the guy, a, lot, a lot of guys do that. I, I don't know. Have you? I don't know if I... I, I definitely I have. have. I, I definitely have. Of course I have. Yeah, I, every dude has, but I, the intentions are blurred at the time. It's never from a specific like I need to do this for this. It usually comes out unintentionally. Yeah, but the, but it would be under the same category of yeah, you're faking a future idea, so there's at least some vision of success. And in what's the wrong with that? You know, hey, on our next date, let's go here. No, but that's different. That's different. Like that's different. Like dating, dating is different. Right? Here's honestly speaking. Yeah. Okay. The reason why maybe a guy loses interest in a girl okay and this is coming from a guy uh most of the time first off i don't think you should ever put it on yourself okay i don't Mm. know what um first of all a girl should never feel like it's her Mm. okay because another thing i've learned is nine times out of ten it has nothing to do with you It it has everything to do with them and what they're trying to match for themselves and if you can't meet it, it doesn't mean you are incapable of being a good partner. It just means they've got something that they need from a partner and it's just not in you. And it should be vice versa as well. You're not there to fill someone's like hole. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I mean, so bad. You're not there to like, do that for someone. You've got yeah. your own thing. You're the star of your own show. Yeah. So the second you start giving up too much of yourself is when a guy will get turned off because he realized okay, she's now just a yes man type of thing. So, yeah, this is a huge topic of, of uh, that, that could lead into, of this whole, you need to have guys, maybe girls, need to have that challenge of of uh, of getting the girl. And if it's too easy... The hunt. The hunt. But, 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 Talk but, about the hunt. But, but let's not get construed because... I think some women out there make it so difficult of a chase. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. But, like, but, but, some, they, some are too easy and some are way too hard. And, and there's no, like, oh, the sweet spot. No, no, but, but, they're, but they're too hard, but they don't want, they, they think they're playing the game, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, then you wonder why the guy's gone. Well, because you didn't even give him anything in terms of like, hey, I like you or I got compliments to yeah, make yeah. him think. You're, you're not playing hard to, pl- hard to get, you're playing hard to consider. Hard to even, like, impossible to understand. Even <laughs> see as a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so, since you got a little, not emotional here, but uh, I just want to go over a couple other topics here. 
So, yeah, which so, I think you're going to okay. yeah, go, go on. Well, I was going to say, so I don't want to just leave it on that in terms of why. Like another reason why um, I guess a guy might lose interest just while on that topic is sometimes when a relationship starts to form, um, he feels like he's lost himself or you're expecting too much from him too soon. Hey, mm. like, um, I don't know, like, like you start unloading all of your childhood trauma, maybe too early into the relationship, you know, mm. like it's okay to bond and talk about it, but to, to then become a crutch could be overwhelming for somebody. Okay. And you're saying this, you feel comes from both guys and girls. 1000. Everything we're talking about here is, is totally yeah. unisex, man. It goes either way. So, so regarding like, let's say childhood trauma or any trauma going on in their life and stuff. This is what the author says, which I think oh. you're going to love this. <laughs> Unavailable men cry crocodile tears, but they have no real emotional maturity. Okay. Which is to say that uh, a crying man uh, appears to be in touch with his feelings. Mm. Okay. Okay. Unfortunately, in the case of Mr. Unavailable, you're probably witnessing crocodile tears. They come to you with this, um, you know, uh, they have this like well-developed strategy of uh, emotional manipulation, right? They tell you sob stories because they provide a convenient way to uh, to avoid taking responsibility for their actions. All right, the victimization. The victimization. But she's saying that also men do this late, like early on in the game so that they have a get-out-of-jail-free card later on when you try to commit. Right, so um, let's say I tell you an an issue I'm having with my mom. Right, let's say I I say my mom left me or something. Right. Right. Oh, I see. Emotional story. She's saying sometimes they'll use that to kind of emotionally well, manipulate you. That's gaslighting. Is that what it is? That's gaslighting. Because, so, guys, so gaslighting. Please, can someone define gaslighting? Well, it's it's that. It's exactly that. It's yeah. it's um. A guy will do something to like to cause a reaction mm. and piss off the woman. Okay, what the fuck's going on? And so when she gets upset, he then goes, "Why are you so upset? You're acting crazy. You're crazy." Mm. Well, hold on. You just caused something that would, that would easily re- like have a reasonable response. It's a provocative thing. It, it, it would it would warrant that response. Yeah, yeah. The girl to get upset. It was warranted when you said that. But now you're gonna call her crazy. Mm. For doing that, when you ignited that in the start, it's manipulation at its finest, and it's the most toxic thing. And it happens subliminally in so many relationships where it'll be like all over the place. The guy's like, "No, you always do this," or "Why do you gotta like make me do that?" Yeah, yeah. It's like or you're acting like this. You're like, acting like this. Yeah, yeah. It's gaslighting, and I, I think people need to be more aware of it and how many forms it can come in. Yeah. Um. Also, I like. Like relationships can get smothering pretty quick. It depends if you're a codependent person, right? When when you get into a relationship and you need to always be with that person, depending on the person, that could also be a lot to absorb in that moment. Oh, you just went from all of this free time, a hundred percent of free time, to just you, yeah, to now ten percent free time because they always want to be with you. Yeah, the free time. I think guys and girls need. Their own time, man. Everyone needs to do their own thing. It's like gaming. Have you yeah. ever seen this? Like, like girls always on, on TikTok, it's this, this sort of trend of like, oh, my boyfriend's gaming again. Got to make him pay attention. They'll smash his Xbox and stuff like that. It's like, you understand what you're doing right there? Like, that's the guy's escape yeah, from yeah. that. 
and you're now categorizing it as a childish, annoying thing. Well, what's the difference? You went and got your nails done. It, it's the same shit. You got your, it's you time. Yeah. So whether it's gaming and you view that as immature, I hate to break it to you, but gaming is everybody games to a certain age. Like there's, there's, yeah. it, it's ageless. Yeah. And I mean, not everybody games. It's just, if that's their thing, then that's really should be categorized as them time. And if you're going to come around with, huh, can we do this? You always gain too much. It's like, maybe they game too much, but like they, they still have to do it. And this you time and this, whether it's getting your nails done or gaming or whatever, like it's such a good investment for the relationship to give them that you time. Like just let them have that time and they come out of it so much better and feeling better and happier 100%. and, you know, yeah. Unless, I don't know, if you're watching some sports and your team never wins or some shit. You, uh, you know what the tough thing is, okay? When you when you start dating someone, there's a front yep. on, like, on like both sides, okay? So you got your front, your best behavior, your funniest, your most attractive outfits. You're just on your game because you want this person to like you. And, and you both are. So you've got this very clean, not very honest relationship because you aren't really exposing any of your flaws. And then what happens is over time, you start to expose yourself... In, a, in like a literal sense and, and uh, yeah. layer by layer mentally right so then you start to change and become something so what happens in relationships i could see is people trap the other with thinking that they're getting this person, person. Yep. but really that was just a front to get the the girl or that was just a front to get the guy an emotional catfish yes and then what happens is and this is why most relationships fail in my opinion yeah. is you guys have dropped what you thought the other person wanted and you became your own thing, which is inevitable, man. That's going to happen. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. In fact, but you should approach a date being as authentically you as possible. Obviously, you're going to have a front. It's a new person you're meeting. No problem. But don't be a totally different person. Yeah. Because then what happens is they start dating and it's like, you've changed and all this. And it's like, it's sort of an element of gaslighting there. It's like, have I changed? Is it me? Did I change? Or did you just not bring to the table what you don't you said you were so adventurous and love to travel the world and travel the world and you hate doing all of those yeah. but you told me you did just so you, i would like you and you know and then yeah. you, then it's like he's such an asshole it's like no you actually didn't own up to your end of the bargain <laughs> the guy will always be the asshole which i i i'm i always would love to you know what's funny is i think the guy will always be the asshole and the girl will always be crazy that's how people she's crazy bro yeah. they, they always <laughs> categorize it it's true i don't think a lot of guys are like oh like Oh, maybe she. Oh, she's a bitch, or oh, maybe she's yeah. totally crazy. I think that's the crazy way. is definitely the the most used word there is the go to because it eliminates yeah. it from you and your flaws, right? Yeah, and, and the, the guy's, guy's literally always the asshole. Such an asshole, such a dick, so yeah. rude. Oh, she's crazy. I'd yeah. say word for word, crazy hits harder. Crazy hits. Uh, crazy hits harder. Like you're an asshole. You're an asshole. I think now guys have just accepted that we're just assholes, but you know? we're not assholes. I mean, yeah, okay. Either, no, no, we just accept that, like, at the end of every relationship, we're just the asshole. That's you will fine. be the asshole. Right. But that's the cost of love, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, when love ends, very rarely does people part ways, and it's like, I still, I like, I love him. He's the greatest. Yeah. There's usually a but. But, you know, he just did this. But, you know, it just wasn't for us, because he, he would do this sometimes. So, okay, so you've sort of pushed him into a place where he's sort of being an asshole. Yeah. You know? But, but then again, if, if he wasn't... They would still be dating. They would be dating. Uh, so, so this is the la- like the parting words from uh, from Natalie Lou, uh, which is instead of obsessing over Mister Unavailable or in our case Mrs. Unavailable, uh, you need to focus on yourself. Uh, which is that 
girls apparently obsess and analyze every text, every message sent, every message not sent. Why did he say this? Why didn't he say that? And instead of spending all these hours on that, you just need to focus on yourself. You need to bring it back to your stuff you can do with your own power. 100%. I agree. And improve yourself. Um, and instead of reacting to, to, to Mr. Unavailable, you need to kind of uh, create for yourself. So don't react. Create for yourself opportunities, uh, finding uh, uh, the good guy, finding this, finding that. Because I think oftentimes a reaction is meant to cope with a feeling, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're reacting because you're like, oh, he did. What is going on with my mic today, man? Mm. Uh, so you're reacting because it's like, he did this and I got to defend myself. It's sort of an ego thing. Yeah. Whereas if this is the final message of this book, then I would say it's good because it's so true. I think your mic what is, is going on with this mic, man. It's fallen off the table a few times. Uh, is it still? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, okay. Uh, if this is the final thing of this book, then I would say it's, it's a good point where instead of reacting to this is why he doesn't like me, this is what's happened, this and this, change your way of thinking of, well, that's his way of responding. That's him. Put it back on them. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't take that. Don't, don't take all of their baggage and their way of responding and put it on you and say, you're broken. Yeah. Leave it at the door and say, no, this is your stuff. If this is how you want to respond, then that will affect your outcome. Mm-hmm. Not mine. You know, mm-hmm. it's a tough thing to do. It's very much easier said than done. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's what she says. It's like these questions in, in the end, are not going to be answered by the other person. They're not going to be answered by Mr. Unavailable. So instead of spending all those hours there, spend the hours confronting yourself of what did I do to put myself in that position? What can I do to increase my well-being or my wellness? What can I do to be better? A, you'll get the answers way quicker. And B, though those answers are confrontational and, and hard to get, um, in the end, you're way better off because you'll be in a in, in a better place for I, yourself I just say don't, others. Don't take so much personally. Yeah. Honest to God, like don't take everything so personal. Don't stop plugging yourself in saying it's got to be something to do with me. Yeah, maybe. And oftentimes, to be honest, it has nothing to do with you. That's my biggest takeaway. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and to wrap all this up, I think naturally men want to feel needed. Yes. Right. And in relationships, uh, as they progress, if a guy doesn't feel like he's got a purpose or a role or needed, then that's where things start to dissolve because then we start second-guessing, does she even want to be with me? Does she yeah. even need me? Like, she's totally fine, you know? And that's know. it. Um, we love you unavailably, but we do love you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been unavailable? Oh, of course. I, everyone has, man. Everyone has. I think it's just... Uh, yeah, I think it's just that different timings for people. I don't know. Right. You got to be at the right place at the right time. Right. You know, sometimes it's unavailable. This was good. This was a, this was a insightful. And I've probably future fakes in this bitch. <laughs> you know? Right. Who knows? Anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Uh, if you guys have a topic you want us to talk about, you can message us on Instagram, at Denocracy, at Amar Originals. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Hey, later.